everybody full moon blessings wow an ambulance just went by loud enough for me to hear inside the house full moons tend to bring out some crazy you know more accidents and and things going on it's interesting that that's something that i always hear spoken about especially when people are talking about how you know there's a lot of non-belief in into the moon or other luminaries or planets even having impact effect or whatever on people some people harken back to this whole notion that you know well uh the moon controls the tides you're 70 percent water you don't think it has anything to do with you <laughs> i always find that interesting but Welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. This is Janae, aka Illy Vish. I am enjoying some of this energy as the full moon will culminate by 1027 p.m. Eastern Time this evening. Just felt compelled to come on and talk a little bit about some stuff because there's been a lot going on <clears throat> with everything. <laughs> Now, you'll know I'm one of those people who always points to the fact that, you know, we're we're not ever without astrological influences, so to speak, going on. There's always something going on astrologically. And if you paid attention to every single thing that was happening astrologically and then took it into consideration as far as your chart is concerned, you might drive yourself a little nuts. Wow, something's really going on. You hear that? But, um, wow. Okay, that's like four cop cars. Anyway, but, you know, I think it gets people in a tizzy a bit when, you know, Astrologers go and say this is going on, that is going on, da, 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 da. and for a lot of people who are just getting into astrology and beginning to understand their own birth charts, I don't want to overwhelm people with anything, and I also don't want to oversimplify. It's like this weird perfect balance, because I remember at the start of my astrological journey, one of the things that I learned right away was, you know, to pay attention to moon, pay attention, excuse me, to moon cycles. And, um, you know, that was being able to identify that if we're having a new moon, that means the moon is conjunct the sun. But when we're having a full moon, it means the sun is opposing the moon. Now, we're in Capricorn season now. Shout out to all the sun sign Capricorns. It is your season, turn up, you're having solar returns, which means you're getting a bit of a restart to the energy um, of your year. It's your your new year, technically. And (laughs) I see people hate, well, people hate on all the signs, but when I talk about the hate that Capricorn gets, 
it tickles me because that's my moon positioning. And I have such respect for Capricorn energy. Um, so you got to pardon me if, you know, I'm a little bit more lighthearted about how I'm taking these Capricorn jokes. First of all, nobody should be getting offended at all. At all, I don't think. Um, regarding anybody roasting or or discussing the signs. But again, I do want to remember to tell people. I don't just be talking about sun signs when I'm talking about the energy of a sign. Like, as you see, I'm not a Capricorn. I'm a Pisces. But my moon is in Capricorn. That's a very important part of my energy and my chart. So, as such, the way that I look at Capricorn energy is very personal to me despite not being a sun sign Capricorn. So I want to remind people, and this is something I'm probably going to say every episode, you've got the energy of all 12 signs in your chart. Even if you don't have planets in a certain sign, that energy is still within your chart. So everybody right now is feeling both the sun, Mercury, and Pluto transiting Capricorn somewhere in their chart. Now, Pluto and Capricorn, of course, Cap, you know, Pluto being an outer planet, it's going to be a longer transit. Pluto's been in Capricorn, I believe, since 2008. And it's still only at 24 degrees. It's got five degrees to go. But, um, you know, of course, the sun's going to move quicker through, and so is Mercury. So I'll concentrate more on those for the sake of this. But, you know, where in your chart do you know where the sun at eight degrees is transiting in your chart? The life-giving vitality of the sun, the sun shining awareness on a certain part of your chart. Where is this happening for you? And also Mercury, which is at 14 degrees of Capricorn. So, you know, that's within six degrees of the sun. They're both kind of working together. Everybody is being impacted by this somewhere in their chart. Everybody. Where is that for you? And do you know why it's important to know? Especially since the sun during this full moon event is standing opposite of the moon at eight degrees of cancer. So where's the cancer? in your chart where is it what is it doing this would be good to know (laughs) um the full moon chart as far as my location which is philadelphia pennsylvania has virgo on the ascendant so this automatically made me look at mercury which is in capricorn opposing the moon how i feel about this energy right now and it's it's weird because we can speak on some things collectively yes but i am always more concerned with getting people to understand how they're personally being impacted by astrological transits not even just them the people you know because i I wanted to bring this up and this has been something that's been in the atmosphere for a while a while like it touched on me to talk about this before And it's not necessarily all a bad thing, but it's not necessarily 
all a good thing. Right? So, here we go. Everybody usually gets into astrology because they want to understand their own chart, their own energy. It becomes a very self-centered approach to learning this. I'm glad in some ways that even though I did have this natural curiosity to figure out my energy that I came into being with, so to speak, to understand my natal promise, shout outs to Cosmophysics, Raku and Marie, because we discussed this um, last night on Clubhouse and it was a very interesting thing. The subject came up there. You know, I don't think it's wrong that you want to know your energy, but If that's all (laughs) that you're looking to astrology for, you're missing out on the all of astrology, okay? Because anything can be displayed or described astrologically, anything. Not just you. It'll help you understand other people. It'll help you understand the energy of places, organizations, anything. So there's so much potential here outside of just your birth chart, not to mention... A lot of people who have this self-centeredness towards looking at astrology don't even look into their other charts. They don't even realize they have them, but that's a whole other story. This is not me shaming anybody who hasn't gotten to a certain level of astrological knowledge. It's more so a reminder that there's so much to learn that I never want anybody to think that they've peaked. There's only a couple people that I can really think of off the top of my head who who I feel like have really mastered this to a level that the minute that they talk I shut up because I'm listening you know what I mean but even I feel like those people understand there's always more to learn so if your attitude because you have learned keywords for the signs you know what the planets mean you're really familiar with your chart. If your attitude is rather shitty, meaning, you know, you think that puts you at the apex of some sort of astrological understanding, there are people out here that are going to show you, you don't know what you're talking about. And I think to be humbled sometimes is necessary. But I did want to point out that that's something that's been like going on all year. And as astrology continues to rise in popularity especially with a lot of other astrological things rising in popularity I just want to keep people abreast to the fact that this is a practice that can be utilized to look at cycles not just someone's personal energy and when you expand your mind a bit and think of all the different ways you can use this beautiful study to be able to understand the world around you, it's mind-blowing. The possibilities become endless. Please don't limit yourself. And I'm not saying everybody has to want to become an astrologer. But if you seek to understand astrology, please understand you're understanding more than just your own energy and yourself. Okay? And another thing that comes up a lot under this is Please, if you can, acclimate yourself to understanding your actual birth chart, not a grid list, not, you know, and there's nothing wrong with these, like, in general, you know, that at a glance you can look and see, okay, well, I have 
Mercury and Pisces, my moon's in Capricorn, my Venus is in Taurus, etc., etc. But to fully take advantage of understanding when I talk about how you should be looking at transits to your chart, you're not really going to be able to glean the same information and understand things in the same way if you're looking at that grid list. You should really get familiar. And it does take some work for people. I'm telling you, though, when you put the work in, it'll come second nature for you to understand all the different symbols, okay? It will come second nature for you to understand what you're looking at, but you do have to put in the work. Don't be scared of the wheel. I know I was. Oh my God, I was so scared of the wheel. But the more I trusted myself, the more I studied and read, the more I was like, you know what? I I don't even know how I looked at other things. Like, how am I supposed to really read a person to the fullest ability that I have if I'm looking at a grocery list, if you could put it that way, because you could, of what they're doing. Yes, like, what, what, what good is any of that doing? You feel me? But anyway, so since we are under full moon energy and... Every time I say the full moon, I swear, here we go, sirens. I don't believe in coincidences. I I really don't. But since we're under the energy of a full moon and the moon is at home in the sign of cancer, right? It's where it most loves to be. I thought it would be a good idea if we all kind of reflected on some Cancerian themes, but not only that, thinking about keeping your chart in mind, what this means to you. What area of your life does this sit in? Okay? Because at the end of the day, it's going to be different for everyone. And yeah, there's some general things, I guess, that we could say about the full moon in Cancer. Like, for instance, look at all the aspects it's making. God... My neighbor's dog is barking. Everything be going on when I'm trying to record, I swear. Universe be like, keep doing your thing. But, so, oops, I messed up where I had my chart. All right, there's a chart for the full moon. So, you know, of course, the sun's opposing the moon. But what's also happening is there's that opposition I was speaking on of Mercury um, to the moon as well. When you think of oppositions, automatically think of recalibrating so that you can get into balance with things, okay? So if Mercury's your thought processes and, you know, the way we communicate and those sorts of things, where's that out of whack as far as your emotions? If you're not in the space where what you're feeling can be easily communicated, Or even understood. Because, I mean, sometimes you'll ask somebody how they feel. And if they don't even understand how they feel, then how are they really supposed to communicate that to another individual? On a personal level, regardless, I guess, of where the full moon energy is hitting you, if any of this is resonating with you right now about maybe not really being in line like your what you think and what you feel really not being balanced out that may be some work that you 
are getting a clue that you need to do. I know for me, um, a lot of times when I'm thinking about, and I think about how I feel a lot, as a Capricorn moon, also this, the moon is technically opposing, this full moon's opposing my moon, so I'm definitely feeling this. It's, it's opposing it by five degrees, but you know, that's still close enough. And I have a third house moon, so my thoughts and my feelings are already something that are somewhat intertwined because, you know, my moon's in, in a mercurial house. It's in the house of Gemini. I don't have a problem sharing how I feel usually, and that usually is a little bit um, dismaying to people who do have a problem sharing how they feel. I kind of seek reciprocity. Um, in, in conversations, but as a Capricorn moon, and you know, that's the moon being in a position it doesn't like to be, I notice that will come off to people sometimes as if we don't have emotions or as if we are not emotional. Now, I know damn well I'm a very emotional being. I'm a very receptive being, having mostly feminine energy, meaning water and earth energy. However, I saw this description of Capricorn Moon once that I can't ever get it out of my head. Like, it's emotional composure. Being ruled by Saturn, you know, organization, structure. But also, Capricorn starts off winter. So, the tendency to be seen as kind of running cold in the Capricorn Moon placement makes sense. Especially since Western Tropical Astrology is based on seasons. We're going to see some impact some correlation between the quality of, you know, a sign with the season that it's associated with. So, you know, since Capricorn starts off winter, Cancer starts off summer. Now, I tell people this all the time. When we're looking at summertime and it coming and people being excited that it's coming because water, I said water is getting warmer. Weather is getting warmer, excuse me. Usually people want to do a lot of water activities. This is a cancer ruled season, right? Or it begins, opens up the door, carto, cardinal, meaning to open. That's what all the cardinal signs do. They open the seasons. So, you know, in summer, everybody's anxious, you know, to usually take a vacation, to enjoy themselves, as opposed to winter when you're like, okay, Listen, not that you can't take a vacation in winter. Many people do it. But what I'm saying is the weather isn't prime for being outside, depending on where you live. But again, Western tropical astrology is from a northern hemisphere perspective as far as weather. So in the summer, people want to feel better about themselves. They need a break. Breaks we take to nurture ourselves. These are, you know, what we do to make ourselves feel comfortable and better. Because usually we're out being our Capricorn self. So you can even look at this as fourth house, 10th house. So fourth house is your private life, your home, and that's ruled by cancer. 10th house is your public life, career, all that stuff. That's ruled by Capricorn. So, you know, cancer energy needs to make sure it's comfortable. Do you not make sure that you're enjoying yourself, you're nurturing yourself, you're resting, you're more in tune with the you, personal you, when you're on a vacation in the summer. Whereas like when you're at work, you know, you have to, I don't want to say take on the persona because I, I, I know everybody acts 
out different parts of energies in their charts, you know, which is interesting for me because as a Libra rising in my 10th house and any Libras, Libra risings out, out there, this should resonate, you know, in your 10th house, you've got that cancer energy. I feel like most times in the careers and things that I pick and in my work environment, I, I tend to be like, mom, I'm the one that wants to take care of everything, you know? So much so, sometimes I've had to be careful because when it comes to my personal life or whatever, I'm used to delaying gratification for myself, which is totally Capricorn energy there. So when I'm looking at this balance that, you know, between the moon and the sun sitting in opposition, this energy of Capricorn, which is asking us to really consider responsibilities, boundaries, structures, foundations, traditions, rules, governments, you know, those sorts of things, laws, even though that's, that's a Libra thing as well, but these things, these themes can show up in so many different ways during Capricorn season itself anyway. Because the sun is giving life to Capricorn themes. So we're getting an opportunity, and it is also winter time. And I look at it this way. So our ancestors that were highly dependent on the weather in order to thrive and survive. I should say survive first because, you know, they really had to pay attention to what they were able to do based on weather. You could not go outside and plant your crops in Capricorn season, at least when we're talking about weather in the Northern Hemisphere, right? So everything that you relied upon during winter was based on what you did for the rest of the year because you had to have enough to sustain you, to hold you over, to make sure that you you get through the winter, you know? Now even my cat wants to make noise. Uh, I'll tell you. Full moon has everybody in their own way, in their feels. And I think my cat's feels at this point are because he's soon to be fixed, but um, he wants to get outside. He's going through puberty. But anyway, so cancer themes, when the sun was highlighted and shining there back in cancer season we had a new moon in cancer at that time meaning the sun and the moon were in agreement, so to speak under you know cancer energy and now we've come to the end of that the culmination of the sun opposing the moon in cancer so you can even if you want this is a good way to kind of pinpoint what this moon should bring up for you what it means to you outside of looking exactly where it's transiting your chart but it should bring up for you this idea that wow what has this six month cycle looked like for me what began what was just coming into fruition at the beginning of this so think back to the new moon in cancer I don't have the exact date I can probably look that up though earlier this year during cancer season And now, all of that has come to its fullness with this full moon. People talk about releasing during the full moon. 
you know, releasing is part of it, but also it's about things coming to fruition. Now with the Cancer Capricorn axis, it's, it's, it's severely important, I think, because when things come to fruition and they culminate as far as winter is concerned, again, harkening back to what I said about these things need in some way to sustain us through the winter. And winter is a time where we can be very reflective. You know, you think about animals hibernating. You think about the fact that when it's cold outside, you want comfort food. You want to feel nurtured. You're actually acting out that axis because Cancer and Capricorn being opposite signs, just like every sign has an opposite, um, you know, they're the same energies at different ends of the spectrum. Fourth house is opposite 10th house. You know, your private life is opposite your public life. But they all still impact you. And when you think about little pieces of opposite energies that exist in our lifetimes, like usually if you have an office or a desk, even though I know during COVID, um, that has become home for most people. That's that's just what it is. (laughs) Um, But even thinking outside of the confines of, you know, working from home, you know, if you went to work, People like to set up their work area in a way that makes them feel comfortable. They want to set up their work area in a way that, you know, the stuff that they need is within reach. And then you can think of, you know, how Capricorn energy, 10th house energy impacts your 4th house. You know, what you're able to do career-wise out in your world usually dictates what you can afford. And what you can afford impacts what you can have in your immediate environment, how you can set up your home. So we can never separate these things, the opposites, and full moons are a great time to really get in tune with that energy. You know, so everybody's thinking about the moon itself being in Cancer. I'm not saying that that isn't a focus. It very much is. But what makes it a full moon is that everything, this Cancer energy is opposing Capricorn energy. You know, so we've got to consider the totality of that. The opposites can be reconciled per hermetic law, the law of polarity. You know, they are the same energy at opposite sides of the spectrum. So, what does that tell us about our emotions? I think a lot of times cancer will get a bad rap as like, you know, kind of being... A crybaby, so to speak. Now, l- let's think of, I mean, we, we don't want to just throw shit out there and not explain how these things come into being. I mean, of course, people are probably citing any ways they've seen sun sign cancers or anybody with, you know, prevalent cancer energy act, right? We're paying attention to those things. That's where these stereotypes come from. But being a cardinal sign, meaning it's it has the initiative to get going and it's starting off summer. I did mention just a minute ago, one of the things that people want to do when it's summertime is water activities. You know, they want to get out and be in the water. Water is very, very connected to the emotional landscape that human beings have. And cancer being a cardinal sign, it's going to feel a compulsion to initiate through emotion. So the compulsion to feel, 
the compulsion to intuit is stronger. So this energy, you know, we can't act like it's not emotional energy, but its opposite sign points to the fact that we have to be responsible with our emotions, right? Capricorn energy is boss energy, management energy. So we somehow have to, we somehow have to keep something in mind. What happens when your emotions are out of whack? Have you ever dealt with somebody who is acting on emotion so much so that they're not, they're not being practical, they're eschewing logic, they're pretty much a mess. Now, here's the thing. It's not to just call cancer energy a mess because that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if it's not properly balanced because cancer energy has Capricorn energy in the seventh house. And the first and the seventh house show us and display to us that the self is opposite the other. It's a mirror to the other. We learn a lot about ourselves through other people and vice versa, right? This axis also speaks to calibration, like I said, of balance. All the axes speak to that. All opposites speak to it. But... Capricorn, with the sun here, it's a reminder, hey, you know what? You got to take responsibility. Capricorn energy does not like people not taking responsibility. Oh my God, I'm going to wind up going on another tangent. But this has been something that has been open in the collective. um, Talked about much in my friendship circles and has just, just been like prevalent. So I think I should speak on it. I know that most of us have experienced things that have been unsettling emotionally. And because of that, a lot of people, because they've had their feelings hurt, um, because their emotions have come undone because of things that have happened to them, you know, they then sometimes use this as an excuse to operate the way they do in the world. This energy is actually a perfect reminder that it, that ain't cool. It, it's just not cool. I can't say to you, I'll get personal here. I can't say to you that because I had a 10-year relationship where I was abused physically, emotionally, mentally, financially even, okay? I can't say to you that because all of that happened to me and it hurt my feelings, that that excuses me being an asshole, being mean, being abusive even to other people because of what happened to me. And why is that? Let's think about why that is. No matter what happened to you, It is your job to take responsibility for the energy that you put out into the world, which means if you're opting to be a person who is lashing out at the world because you're upset about things that happen to you, all you're really doing is saying, I don't have to be responsible for my emotions or my actions. Somebody hurt me. So because somebody hurt me, that gives me carte blanche to go around and treat people terribly, even if I don't realize that I'm treating people terribly because I'm emotionally reacting to everything. This Capricorn and Cancer energy opposing each other says, if you don't have a balance, 
If you don't have a balance between understanding and feeling your emotions and allowing yourself to actually recognize them and then taking responsibility for yourself, you're doing this wrong and, and, and you're not going to be in balance. It is not healthy. And th- listen, even last night in the midst of um, me participating in like astrological discussion with other people, I had two situations come up that displayed this perfectly. And I was like, yo, yo. Situations where things had come to a head with people who are out of line with their emotions. And when I say out of line with your emotions, look, let's look at it this way. Emotions come and go. There's an ebb and a flow to things. Are they signals about different things that are going on? Signals to our body, signals to our mind, signals to our soul? Yeah, I'll agree with that. But because they change, like the weather, is it ever really a good idea to be so emotionally inclined that you don't add any structure to anything? So think about it. Like, okay, water is free flowing across the earth, but what creates the boundaries between where there is water and there isn't water? Earth does. If I go to a beach, the water rushing up on the sand... You know, I'm seeing the separation between the vastness of the ocean and the earth on which I stand. These things are working together. We would not have, you know, somewhere to actually live and exist if there were not the separation. It would be water world. And then at that point, we'd still have to to build ourselves some sort of foundation to be able to contend with the water. So... I look at it like this. Yeah, no one can really tell you you can't or shouldn't feel like you do. But emotions are energy in motion. They go and change. They can change. Things can flow. You can honor your emotions by being honest about how you feel. Honesty is definitely key. You can honor your emotions by not ignoring them or suppressing them. You know, it's not healthy to to ignore or suppress them because that actually winds up taking a toll on your physical body. But just because you're allowed to honor your emotions, to get in tune with where you are and how you're feeling, that does not give you permission To get so settled in those emotions, especially when we're talking about emotions that come up because of trauma, that doesn't give you permission to go and like be a complete and total irrational asshole to someone else because you got hurt. And these themes keep popping up so much in the collective lately, like within the past two weeks. It's not surprising, giving this energy coming to a culmination today, but... At the same time, it's frustrating um, because I'm seeing so many examples where people want other people to hold themselves, Capricorn, accountable, right, for their emotions, cancer, but they're not willing to do the same. Like, I don't want to get too personal, so I won't say exactly who I'm talking about, but I know somebody 
who um, wound up having a child with someone. And that situation didn't really work out in the way, I guess, that the mother wanted it to go. Now, cancer rules mothering. So this is another reason why this was interesting that this was popping up, um, you know, as we're going into this full moon energy. But um, so... I'm sure a lot of us have had relationships with people that didn't go the way that we wanted them to go. And, you know, that was very disheartening and didn't make us feel good. But we've all, no doubt, um, experienced relationships that didn't quite go the way that we would like them to go. And those situations can be painful. This is not me trying to take away from anybody's pain particularly um, the people that I'm referring to in this story or if you find any resonance with this story. Again, it's okay to honor your emotions as far as acknowledging what they actually are. But in this particular situation, like I was saying, I know a person who had a child with a woman and their relationship didn't work out. um, And unexpected things definitely happened. And I'm not going to act like the male in question didn't hurt the female's feelings, right? But subsequently, that female decided that what she was going to do was get into her feelings about it. Now, when, when I say this, I want you to keep some things in mind. Are we excusing any injuries to our hurt when we choose to act in integrity? And this is big Capricorn and cancer themes. No. What I mean by that is, if someone hurts my feelings, right? And there's a child involved. I can't be so in my feelings that I work at cross purposes with the livelihood of that child. And I see this talked about on social media all the time. That there is, and if you think about it, Capricorn energy ruled by Saturn can represent father energy to some extent. And, you know, with the sun being there, the sun can represent father too. And then this Cancer and moon energy represents mothers. How many issues do we see discussed on social media where people are essentially talking about the battle there is between parents who aren't together and then the children trapped in the middle. You know, um, some dads will say, well, she's keeping me away from my child. Some mothers will say, well, he doesn't step up to the plate and take care of things. You know, there's complaints on either side and every situation is different. But in the one in particular that I'm speaking on, there truly was the mother keeping the father away from the child, up and disappearing, changing phone numbers, blocking on any medium in which that father could contact her. And she popped up last night. And the reason that she popped up was quite interesting. The father had since found out where the mother was. He's paying child support. He's finally found out where she is knows somebody that lives not far from her, asked that person to deliver the Christmas gifts that he had gotten for the child, 
to the doorstep of the mother. Just put them on the door, not ring the door, not have to encounter her, not nothing. Just there's a package, right? Similar to if I put it in the mail. It got delivered. Period, point blank. This woman has run for years, disappeared for years, and has decided that now she's going to make contact because she doesn't like the fact that someone came to her house and dropped off gifts for her child. And it's more so about the person that dropped off the gifts for the child than it was anything else. Do we see how ridiculous this sounds when we talk about it out loud? This is an example where you too far in your fields and you're not taking responsibility. Now, even if the father hurt you, you're denying something to the child, you have a problem with the interaction with the child because your feelings are hurt, you're not taking responsibility as a parent to make sure that the other parent can successfully parent. So there's that Capricorn and Cancer access again. Yeah, we all have emotions, but you got to step up to the plate to be responsible for your emotions. There's no excuse for that sort of behavior. Oh, because I felt a type of way, I decided to create a structure, Capricorn, where I don't involve the other parent. They don't, like, I decide to shut them out completely because my feelings are hurt. So my feelings are more important than the structure for my child of having parents, two parents involved in their life. No. No, 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 no. Big Daddy Saturn don't like that. Capricorn energy don't like that. You have to take responsibility for your emotions enough to go. Okay, I acknowledge them. My feelings are still hurt. But what is at greater stake right now? The child. Their livelihood. Their quality of life is impacted because I decided my emotions are more important than them. And to me, that's what it breaks down to. I'd say that to anybody. I would. In any situation where you're allowing your emotions to dictate the order and the structure that you set forth, you got to really, you got to live up to that. You got to own up to that. It's not good or fair to a child who is here because of your choice and another person's choice to lay down and make them. Even if it was done by accident, I don't care what anybody tries to throw in there. But it is not good to use that as an excuse, you know, because, oh, you know, my feelings were hurt and I can't get out of my hurt feelings enough to be responsible. That's not responsible. This is what, that's just one example of how that energy can play out. Don't let your emotions derail you from your responsibilities. Think in your own life where that could be possible. Regardless of where the sun is currently in your chart or where the moon is currently in your chart, even though it would do you good to know exactly where this is happening so you know the areas of life that are impacted. 
make sure you're being honest with yourself. Honesty isn't just about dealing with what we want to deal with. Honesty is not just about dealing with the comfortable parts of things, you know? When you're honest with yourself about your emotions, you'll see where you've been operating out in the world, 10th house, because of how you feel personally, 4th house. You owe it to yourself to be honest with you about whether or not you're letting your emotions. So we're we're talking about a balance, remember? So if we had responsibility at one end, emotions at the other, if it's too tipped towards the emotional side, you're not in balance. And it's definitely going to show itself out there in the world. Do you realize how you're impacting other people? Like in the situation I was talking about, not only was the child affected, if you think about it, the father was affected. His entire side of the family was affected. That does not excuse anything that he may have done, you know, to invoke the sort of feelings that got her acting like this. But when you step up and take responsibility for things, you realize, you know what? Yeah, I can acknowledge I feel a certain way, but I'm not going to let that impede my ability to take charge. And that's what this energy is really speaking to all of us. Like, you could also look at it like what I am allowing to happen in my in my private life. You can't act like that doesn't affect your public life. You're going to tell on yourself in some way. You know, and with this situation popping up the way that it did for the person that I know, it was like, wow, I I remember that he said to me, if she says any of this stuff out loud, how does it make any sense? Because anybody viewing this public view, 10th house, can see where the holes in her so-called logic are because you're operating off of emotion. And there were a whole lot of other caveats, too, that had to do with it. Like, you know, she felt like even though she ran, cut off all ties, blocked everybody on social media in in his family, she felt like, well, you could have just Googled where I was and had a mailman send something somewhere. First of all, I'm aware that this person did try to Google and figure out where she lived. The only reason he actually found out is because someone he knew just happened to live right down the street and saw her one day. But do you see what she's doing there? She wants the father to take responsibility, Capricorn, for how he made her feel, Cancer. But she doesn't want to take responsibility, Capricorn, for how her feelings, Cancer, impacted multiple people in the situation. That's irresponsible and something I don't fuck with. At any point, if you want to hold people accountable and you're not willing to be held accountable, you don't deserve for other people to hold themselves accountable. I, that's that's just how I look at it. It's, it's, it's a fair exchange. If I can hold myself accountable for my actions and situations, then, you know, if I'm seeking accountability, it, all right, 
it makes sense. Sometimes you still won't get it, but at least I was willing to not expect more from other people than I give myself. I think the influence of Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius lends to this energy. Because I've said before that I feel like you're going to see more prevalent examples of people who have their own rules towards how they think things should go. You know, Aquarius is like breaking the chains and boundaries and rebelling against structures. So there is somewhat of a structure to a family, whether or not you're with someone or not. You know what I mean? Like if there is to be equal participation from both parents, certain conditions have to exist. She made her own rules and is deciding to hold other people accountable to those rules, even though those rules neither benefit everybody in the situation nor make any sense. So this energy coming up and out, technically it was today. I mean, it was after midnight when it happened, but it just reminded me to say that collectively I see this in so many examples where people don't want to take responsibility for themselves, their actions, and their emotions, but they want the entire world to do that. They're expecting something from other people that they themselves cannot give. Are you out of balance in that way? Are you not holding yourself accountable for what you've done or said due to how you felt? But you're looking for punishment, which Saturn can sometimes bring in Capricorn energy, delays and things. You're looking for someone else to be inconvenienced because of how they made you feel. But you're not thinking about how acting on your own feelings was unfair. Now, for a lot of people, especially anybody right now who is a person that was born while Saturn was in Aquarius, you know, you're, you're about to hit your Saturn return or you are in the zone of your Saturn return. It may not be exact by degree yet, but Hey, Hey, here it is. And Saturn returns, you know, are reminders of our adulthood and the responsibility that we're supposed to take where we have understood our lessons as grown people and not grown people in age grown in how you act Saturn wants you to be accountable for your shit Saturn wants you to act in integrity Saturn wants you to make sure that you have put down an appropriate structure because before you can build anything else and expect it to stand the foundation beneath it better be solid So the way that we can use this to think about our own lives is does the foundation that I've put down for what you can insert anything into the blank space, does it serve the purpose? Will it support, will it fully support what is trying to be built? If the answer to that is no, It's time to examine why, not just under the energy of this full moon, but over the course of the next two years. 
what insight can you find about where your foundation is not solid? You know, Aquarius energy ruled by Uranus is extremely inspired, sudden inspiration even, sparks strokes of genius, right? Intuition and insight that may come out of nowhere but is extraordinarily valuable. A kind of revolution against structures that don't work anymore. So when we're looking at our lives and thinking about, you know, as they say during a full moon, what we need to release, sometimes I feel like people focus so much on their experiences because of other people that what they release usually has to do more with the actions of others than it does about their own. Saturn does not want you to forget you played a part. Saturn does not want you to forget that your actions help to build certain situations. I also kind of look at it like this in, in, in ways it can manifest. If Saturn brings about delays and stresses and Aquarius energy is about the collective, then the delays and stresses that we all collectively feel come to the fore and we'll all kind of be experiencing things that are on a collective level, collective stress, collective delays. You know, we can see that happening in so many areas with politics even, but on a more personal scale, think of this, what this means to you. Shifting gears a little bit, if your circle, the people that you have around you, right? Your friendship groups, Aquarius, right? You're not just in your circle because you're in your circle. You have some control about who's in your circle. You get to dictate who has access to you. That That's up to you to manage. But when you look at your circle and you realize through this Aquarian influence how connected, you know, we are, even though, yes, we're individuals. I think Aquarius is the perfect energy to remind us of this. Like, yeah, uh, Aquarius can be out on its own and very unique. It has a detachment ability. Its season occurs in the smack dead middle of winter. It can run cold, but... It also has the gift of being able to kind of stand outside of everything and take an objective look about how everything is going to impact everyone. I look at this next two years as an opportunity for us to see in the circles that we have, the networks that we have, the connections that we have, that the problems of other people become your problems by virtue of connectedness. The stresses of other people become your stresses by virtue of connectedness, okay? So what what power do you have in this situation if you realize, you know, my connections are causing me to have to endure delays, restrictions, stress, setbacks. You know, if these indirect these things are indirectly impacting you, but still impacting you. Then you got to check your circle. You got to check your circle. You might have to tighten it up. 
more Saturn influence, more Capricorn influence. And with the sun shining in Capricorn, this is prime time to stand up and take responsibility for your life. To stand up and take responsibility and be held accountable for your actions. This is a reminder of that. Your actions not only impact you, but impact those that you're connected to. And denial of this is only going to cause stress and strife with the people that you know and in your own life. We oftentimes are thinking about things that we can release that no longer serve us. But I think there's also a highlight on what do we need to release that not only does not serve us ultimately, but isn't serving who we're connected to. That's what I want to leave you with as far as contemplation about this full moon and the energy that we're under the influence of. I hope you all are being honest with yourself. Yourselves, excuse me. I hope you all are using this energy to really come to terms with how you feel and taking responsibility for that. And I want to remind you that taking responsibility for what you feel does not mean, does not mean you are saying that anyone that contributed to any of your negative feelings was justified in what they did. It's not letting them off the hook, but what it is doing is letting you off the hook letting you off the hook from acting irresponsibly. Gotta address your shit. We all do. This world cannot become a better place. The collective cannot experience better energy if on an individual level we're not willing to do it ourselves. So that's that's key and that's what I wanted to say about this. So hopefully... All of you can thrive with this energy and use it better. Don't just focus on the impact that others have on you. Think about your impact on other people. Do that work. You'll be all the better for it. Full moon blessings to everybody. Wanted to also let anybody know there are a few days left. There's two days left to... $65 natal chart reading specials. I'll put the link for that in this episode. Even if you wind up having your reading in January, if you book it now in these last two days, you'll get that special rate. Also, anybody who may be using the Clubhouse app, um, which for now is only available um, for iOS, iPhones, or iPads, and it is invite only. But if you happen to be on there, make sure you follow me at Illy Vish. I'll be doing a talk Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern about narcissistic traits and how we can view them astrologically. So I would love anybody on there. If you're on there, please come through. But new, I'm sorry, not new moon, full moon blessings to everybody. Please do, you guys, stay in the spirit of owning your shit. You will be so much better for it, and so will the people around you. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Fi- Oh my God, I couldn't even say it right. Spiritual Gangsta Certified. 
This is Janae or Illy Vish, and I'll see you on the flip side.